Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with the three amigos. And we're going to take on a topic that I purposely ignore most of the time. I get questions around, hey, I'm, I'm an owner. I'm trying to buy. I can't buy anything. What should I do? Prices are up. Should I buy now? I can't wait. I'm nervous. I'm scared. And frankly, my rational brain, who is very numbers and average and yield and cash on cash based, doesn't translate well to owner occupants. But I trust the three amigos, the three of us will have at least halfway decent advice and ideas uh, for that owner occupant. So I will set them up in a minute, but let's welcome the guys. Let's welcome Matt first. Good afternoon. <laughs> yeah, you're really excited about this topic. <laughs> Got an idea. It's a good Got, one. There you yeah. go. And uh, Dion, how are you? Howdy, I'm doing great. And to be fair, when we first logged in today, Matt had work face going on. So yeah. I'm impressed that he was that excited. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is actually like a seven. He came on at a two. So <laughs> let's let's all let's all have scale and scope here. So let me set it up because again, I get these comments daily now. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, I'm looking to buy a home, owner occupant. It's me and my family, right? Husband, wife, kids. We're first time homeowners. We have the down payment. We have the credit, but we can't find anything. We've made eight offers and we can't buy. Oh, by the way, the interest rate has gotten away from us. And I'm not sure if we can qualify anymore. Is there going to, is a crash coming? You have any good news for us? What should we do? What should we do? I want a home. I'm tired of renting. My landlord just raised rents. It's, it's, it's a, it's a story I hear too often. So I wanted to see if we can tackle it and give these individuals any hope or, or, or some ideas. Uh, Dion, uh, the, I'll give you the first shot at kind of either A, asking me some questions or, or, or having a heart to heart with this, the audience. So in about a week, yeah, it's the 13th or 14th, I have a keynote speak, uh, speech at the Northwest Action Summit in Portland, Oregon, where nice. there's going to be a bunch of great uh, speakers. There's some people I've actually interacted with, but never met before. So I get to meet in person. And my keynote is going to be on how to get started. And it's going to cover the whole, you know, from start to once you're an investor with several properties. But the first three steps for almost everybody are the same, no matter what market we're in. doesn't matter what prices are, what interest rates are, what your personal situation is. So these are things you can be doing while you do go through the other suggestions that we have in this video. But the first thing is learning how to save. And that comes from a couple of things. How do you increase your income? That's the one most people forget. They think, oh, I'm going to cut the cable. Well, what if you got a side hustle? And then when you do avoid life creep and get rid of things that you don't need, I suggest house hacking. Mm -hmm. And if you're in a market where you just can't buy and you can't qualify and you can't house hack, there are versions of house hacking that don't require you to buy a house. Mm -hmm. Most people, when we lived, and Todd Baldwin says this great, or, or Michael Zuber says this great, uh, live like a student. Yeah. When you were a college student, you had roommates. Um, you have sections of your house. If you're renting, maybe you can, maybe not sublet, but you can have roommates in most situations and reducing or eliminating your housing expense, which for most of us is that biggest expense 
contributes the most to our savings rate. Yeah, that's Todd Baldwin all the way. Let's give credit where credit's due, but go ahead. Okay, all right, so that's my first. All right, Matt, what about you? What do you got? Give up, make way for us investors. Oh, stop, stop it. <laughs> but I have everyone's attention now. Yes, you do. Right? They just they just threw the phone on the ground and now they, they got to go buy did. another phone. Yep, they, their phone can look like my phone. I'll bust it up. Three, three days old. I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think in, in all honesty, what people you know really need to understand is needs versus wants. Yeah. Do you really, really, really need a house right now? Yeah. Do you really need one right now? Because no one has a crystal ball. No yeah. one, no one knows what's going to happen in the next year or two. Yeah. You know, but I know some people that are renting at sixteen hundred bucks a month that are ready to buy the next, ready to buy a house, their mortgage is going to be 22 or 2300 based oh. on the range that they're looking at. Yeah. So they're going to be taking on another seven or $800 a month in expenses. Mm. And the little dirty secret that no one tells you, there's no landlord coming to pick up after you. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's probably another 2000 bucks at least a year in just surprise expenses. Exactly. Yeah. Leaky pipe, leaky toilet, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I think it's really recognized that it really is a need and not just a want. Mm -hmm. And if it is just a really intense want, like Dion said, find a way to stack more cash. Like there's nothing wrong with having more to come to the table because I believe based on what I've learned about builders, I'm not a builder myself, mm -hmm. but based on what I've learned about builders is they make their money off the last 5% yeah. of a development, maybe 10% of it. Yeah, 5 mm -hmm. to 10%. So there's going to be some developments closing with probably six or 7% money in the market. Mm -hmm. That's going to be your mortgage. Yeah. My guess is they're, excuse me, going to be ready to exit. Mm -hmm. And you can probably get your best deal then and there. So for me, it's really, I want a Lamborghini. I will have a Lamborghini, but any jerk can walk into a Lamborghini store and buy a Lamborghini. I'm not that jerk. I'm a jerk. I'm not that jerk. Yeah. So I'm going to wait. Somebody's going to need to sell because their Tesla stock just went down 400 bucks a share mm -hmm. or their Google stock just crashed or mm -hmm. something along those lines. And they're going to need to sell. And I am going to take the opportunity. So I, to, to buy what I wanted on my own time frame for my own money that I can then meet my need, my want but I can do it in a way that doesn't keep me up at night because I'm cheap. Yeah. So I think that people need to take Dion's advice from a savings perspective and learn to make sure to create more cash right now mm -hmm. and make sure that before they make that bounce to the, I really want, I think there's some number like 27% of the people that bought a house in the last year regret buying a house. Oh, it's, it's a frightening number. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's a big, huge number. And it's because it's, you know, Again, professional snowflake melter right here. It's because a bunch of people didn't really understand what they were really truly getting into. Do more of that research, better educate yourself because I think that there is a, a significant portion of people mm -hmm. that think that owning a house is the next thing they wanna do. It's probably not. Yeah. Yeah, what I would tell folks is pretty much what I'm telling investors. Um, it really does hold for owner occupants. I believe we are going into an environment where only the truly motivated will sell. And that includes builders. Let's be clear. I believe, like you said, there'll be some builders that will take discounts. Builders are already talking about doing two, two, one buy downs. I got it. I was copied on an email from Lennar. Talk about a frightening thought that they're going to, you know, buy. Cause again, right. 
they're getting more and more people canceled. So what's Lennar's answer? Well, let's buy down their rate so that they can afford the old more. Dude, that's frightening because that's just another version of an arm. Um, <clears throat> so again, uh, what I would tell an owner occupant today is I would actually say, congratulations. You are going to enter a buyer's market, but we are in a point of transition. Seller's markets suck because they have all the power. You have to overpay. You have to waive conditions. I would hate to be a first-time home buyer in the last year's market. Overpaying, no inspections. You're really, you're taking all the risk. Yes. We are transitioning into a market where you can be a little pickier. Um, you're going to have to write as many offers. Uh -huh. You just are. But the uh -huh. good news is you can write better offers. Here's the deal. If you're an owner-occupant today, and it, it may not, like if you're in Florida, this doesn't apply. If you're in the other 49 states, I think these things will eventually apply. And that is, you're going to write, start writing offers under asking. I personally will not write an offer at asking for the next several years. It will just not happen. Because I don't need that deal. Mm -hmm. I need a great deal. And as an investor, I do have some luxuries. I'm not picky. Owner occupants, you have time frames and school districts. I get it. But do yourself a favor. Internalize the fact that your offers going forward are going to be better. Better for you. Stop. And if you have an agent that's still telling you to pay 50K over in wave conditions, get a new agent. Right? The market is changing. I put out a video yesterday and I mean it. The real estate industry and the mortgage industry, it's going to be a depression. It's all going to break and slow down. Uh -huh. As a buyer, you are about to be the most important person. Uh -huh. Selling isn't it. It was the last couple of years because there was you know, crazy demand. Uh -huh. But in the environment we are going to, you are about to be the most important person. So start writing better offers is my answer. Flush your experience. Get rid of it. The seller's market is over. Be smarter, be better. And if you don't know what that means, freaking A, spend 320 bucks, buy my course and go get your own damn buy box and start doing the work like you should. So that's what I tell them. Yeah, my, my, my agents, my, one of my agents, I talked to him today, I said, how many buyers do you have? He said, 47. I said, how many sellers do you have? He said, two. Hmm. So that's a problem. Supply yeah. demand. Supply demand. Now, that's a problem, but... Would you rather be one of the two or rather be one of the 47? Exactly. Rather be one of the two for now. But yeah, that's no, the thing it's... is. So the good news is, is that that 47, he's like some people we've literally, I've actually, he said he did a spreadsheet because he's a great agent. He did a spreadsheet. He went back to his buyers and he said, this is what you were looking at before. This is based on the new rate, what you actually should be looking for now and what you qualify for. Nice. Great agent. The problem is, is that he's the bearer of horrible news. Yeah. $414,000. Now they can afford $313,000. Oh, <laughs> just based on, a nor just based on 311 to 5.5 rates, yeah, just based on that. Yeah. So he's like, and then he's saying to them, median house in this market, in the market that you're looking at is 440. You were close before. Now nowhere near. You're gonna have to change towns. You're gonna to change it up or wait. And if waiting, there's no way to tell you what's gonna happen if you wait. So 
this is what the market is right now in my area. And so you got 47 buyers and you got two sellers. So you've got a 20, 24 to one ratio. Yeah. Crazy. Matt touched on it there. Um, the solution that I have is going to be the one that people don't want to hear. People are comfortable. Yeah. You have your job, you have your town. Mike has his barber, you know, Matt has his doctor. You have your families in that area, but look at the trend. The last year, we're literally calling it the great resignation. Most of us have been staying in one job looking for that cost of living raise or maybe the promotion. But if you really want a wage increase, it's probably going to take changing companies. Mm -hmm. If you really want to get on the property ladder, it's probably going to take changing markets. And everybody says, it's unaffordable here. Well, not everybody gets to choose where they want to live. I mean, think of it this way. Here's just, just to spitball the numbers. You live in Washington, California, Florida, anywhere, Texas, where the house is two, three hundred, five hundred thousand dollars You go to Gary, Indiana, where Millennial Mike invests. He bought a house for 18000 put 20 grand into it. It's worth 60. So you buy a $60,000 house that's all fixed up. You live there for two or three years. You bank the money as a homeowner. We have the ability, the more ability now to work from a distance than ever before in time. There's a lot of, a lot of companies are just letting you work from home. You can homeschool kids. You can work from a distance. School districts in different areas are great. I, I personally, um, I would have avoided large cities for school districts. And it seems like that's where people want to live. I'd rather my kids went to school in Gary, Indiana, which I know nothing about, than in Tacoma, Washington. Like just as a comparison, I do know that city. You might have to move. You might have to figure out what it's going to take to live in a new area. But get on that property ladder. And uh, I, I still go back to the, <laughs> if you can house hack to do it, do it that way. Yeah. But the, the other thing, there's Spencer Cornelia, who's a big, uh, YouTube guy, right? Mm -hmm. And um, he invests in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And what he looks for is five and six bedroom homes because he yeah. wants roommates. One of the crazy ideas in this environment is you may actually have to go bigger. One of the things that I think will be a surprise next year is the move up market dies. What is a move up market? It's newer stuff, bigger, bigger, newer stuff. Yes. Yep. Maybe if the, if the Delta is only 15%, where it used to be 40%, Maybe you get a slightly bigger home, but you plan to have a roommate. Maybe you can configure the house where there's an in suite where you kind of add a door and you, I mean, folks get creative, get creative. Go ahead. So it's funny you say that, Mike. I had a video come out today. I'm a young lady who lives here in Florida that I just interviewed. Three rental properties. Nice. Retired in her thirties. Awesome. Three, because she did that. She took single family houses, divided them up into separate living areas, house hacked the one that she's in then move to the next one. So with just three properties, she has no cost of living for the house, hmm. lives in one of the, she calls it, she called it like luxury house hacking because she's in one of the most desirable beach areas here in Florida awesome. and retired in her thirties with just three. So that, that's a great option. You can do this. Think different. Just, yeah, just think different. It's right there for you. Uh, do me a favor. Uh, where can they find this video? Where can they find you, Dion? Right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. And yourself, Matt? Lumberjack Landlord on YouTube and Instagram and live streaming 1130 a.m. on Eastern Time. Awesome.